Welcome to Photo Work. Got Shannon here, myself, Mylan. And in today's uh, show, we interview fashion photographer out of LA, Trevor Honey. And in part one of our interview with Trevor, he shares with us his 10-year journey through the industry, what photographers need to know outside of photography, and how he's able to collaborate with his clients to achieve a fine art look to his images. So sit back and enjoy. Welcome to the show. Welcome. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry, we just started talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were just really excited to talk to you. Yeah, so. Yeah. Oh, and before we get too, too far, how do you say your last name correctly? Uh, well, I've been told that I say it incorrectly by Germans. It's a German heritage name. Uh, I say Honey, mm -hmm. and they say that there's no way that that's how you'd say it. They say like Huna or something. Huna? Yeah, like as the, the umlaut thing. Okay. Like back in Germany. But uh, yeah. So Honey. 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 Yeah, Trevor Honey. Okay. Right. Good to know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I wanted to start out with, on your website, you mentioned you grew up in an artist's home. Mm -hmm. Can you talk about how that impacted you? Yeah. Um, my mom's side is very creative, artistic, um, and my um, I have a brother who's also in creative industry. He's an mm -hmm. art director. Um, we were... Uh, kind of just supported in that way. So like on our weekends, we'd do creative things or we'd paint or, you know, and, and now comparing my story with other people, you know, even friends, they're like, that's weird, you know? <laughs> um, and we did sports and everything, but a lot of what my mom really tried to like uh, push us towards was creativity. And um, both my brother and I loved it. And we always, you know, we had art classes and things like that growing up. And I think that really helped. Um, I don't know, give a different approach to this whole thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, and it's funny because my mom does um, kind of commercial work too in like the landscape design mm -hmm. arena now. So it's, it was funny seeing her carve through the business side of it growing up, like running a creative business um, while being creative. That's a totally different thing. You know, like mm -hmm. it's a unique yeah. world to be in. But Yeah, it's interesting that we have a lot of uh, – people talk about their parents not even basically knowing what they do. Like, mm -hmm. how do you make money taking photos? Yeah, totally. totally. But you're coming from the opposite side. Well, I, There's I only even, one way to do this. Yeah, totally. That's art. Yeah, mm -hmm, totally. Mm -hmm. And I guess I, uh, I didn't pick up on some of those things growing up. I didn't care. I didn't think I was even going to, I didn't know what I was going to do, but, um, just seeing my mom give time for the business side and then fight for the creative side and stuff like that. So it was just fun kind of watching her looking back. I really actually appreciate it. Um, without knowing what I was getting growing up. But yeah, both um, my brother and I, we were very like <laughs> uh, supported in the creative fields. Um, and then you know how it is growing up. Like that's kind of what you get known for. Like if you're like the art kid, you know, like you kind of take the brand on and <laughs> you run with it. Um, so yeah, I, I went, you know, from high school to college and majored in painting because um, that's what I thought that was what it was, you know, like a, I'm going to do something creative. <laughs> and then I didn't realize how hard that would be to do make a living. So I got to kind of the senior year point and I'm like, what am I going to do? So <laughs> that's kind of funny. He did painting too. Yeah. Well, art. Oh, art. Yeah. But, yeah, but it was mostly, yeah. 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 The only time I remember dates was art history. Yeah. That's amazing. Regular history. I don't really see. <laughs> I was actually bad at all the other things around a visual arts major, but I was, I was okay at doing the thing. But yeah. Yeah. All the art history classes. I was like, oh man, this is getting academic on me right here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll stick to painting. Yep. <laughs> you can really see that you, I don't know. There's something about your work that you can see that you have some sort of a fine art background. Mm -hmm. 
it just there's something there's there. Quality. Yeah, the quality uh, to thanks. it. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, we'll mm-hmm. take that as a compliment. But yeah, I'm sure it's just um I think and I know this is bleeding into probably other questions, mm-hmm. but I think all creative work, it's what you're putting in all the time. It's what you're looking at, it's what you're researching, it's what you're intrigued by or what makes you feel uncomfortable. I think those are all good things visually. Um and I think the more that you kind of put that in, somehow that comes out. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was very like inspired by early California art in college and I loved all the plein air style yeah. and, and of course being California and everything's beautiful and colorful. So I don't know. I think even, I know we're talking to photographers probably right now, but um, practically, you know, like when I see like a cyan sky, I think my eye gears towards even a certain part of that cyan, you know, and I'm just referencing probably what recalling things yeah. I've been inspired by, but um yeah, so I'm sure the fine art side bleeds in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Okay. I have a totally off base question. Though. Yeah. Um, favorite era of painting? Ah, uh, that's that's hard. See, I'm I'm like a classic kind of guy, so I like like the 18th, 19th century mm-hmm. like okay. plein air stuff. Mm-hmm. Just I don't know. I'm kind of a sucker for like a landscape on a wall, mm-hmm. you know. Um, yeah. So I love. Recently, I've been really into. Um, Edgar Payne, again, an early California artist. Um, and again, most people would probably look at that and it's like, they would probably consider it boring landscapes. But to me, there's just something about his color and everything. Um, but yeah. Okay. That yeah, that's a hard thing to answer. Because I'm also an art, I love all art. So, right. Um, I know, it's a very hard question. Yeah, Because there's, there's, For me, yeah. there's parts of every era. Yeah, yeah. I would, I would say the thing that I kind of like keep going back to is, is um, you know, that slight impressionistic era of like the, the mm-hmm. early California art. I just, oh. I don't know why I like it. It's the reference. I mean, every time I hold the camera up, every creative, you're referencing something. You wait until the crop is right or the light is right to where you're like, yeah, this looks like the thing that's clicking in my head, you know? Um, and I think all creatives, that's kind of the machine behind, you know, mm-hmm. what we're doing. Um, I don't know. Maybe there's more science into that, but I, it makes sense to me. Yeah. You're just, you, uh, yeah. You're pulling from within a little bit. That's really cool. Yeah. And where did you grow up? I grew up in Southern California. I was kind of been here out in the desert, mm-hmm. a little bit more space. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. And then kind of just slowly poked my way up here. <laughs> so, yeah. Nice. Yeah. That desert feeling is nice. That open. Yeah. Yeah. We grew up with like horses mm-hmm. and stuff. And um, being obviously immersed in a city and an um, industry hub you don't yeah, you don't get much of that so yeah. my wife and I every time we can get out of town we do you know yep. and uh go where there's space or mm-hmm. you know yeah some quiet mm-hmm. we're definitely drawn to that it's romantic yeah <laughs> just some head space head oh, yeah. to be able to think yeah can you kind of walk us through from just from your beginnings to where yeah. you are now where, yeah in, in the industry yeah um I definitely was not expecting to do what I'm doing um I mean, you guys know, especially since you said you came from a visual arts background, uh, photography sits in a very funny area in visual arts. Uh, you know, I don't know if it's, it has its own thing for sure, but I think if you were raised in the fine art disciplines, I guess, I don't I know, um, this gets tricky even describing this, because photography it for sure is in art, but um, I think the the snobby highbrow fine art thing a photography is like the little stepbrother of yeah. it all you know um and at some point i get it um growing up and all i have to say growing up i did i think more of the fine art discipline like just traditional disciplines 
Um, and I never was really into the tech stuff, you know, even in college, it just was pretty simple. Um, uh, I, so you guys know, obviously, like I said, um, we, you know, we had art classes and did the whole spiel growing up and, um, you know, through the nineties, I liked drawing like, you know, the stupid t-shirt logos we had on our shirts. Just, I was always just kind of making and recreating and things. Yeah. Um, got to college. I thought I should do business at first. That was a bad idea. I started failing out yeah. of things just cause I thought, Oh, you go to college to be serious and be business. And, and then I stepped back and said, you know, I'm going to do what I love. And it's always been art. And I just, I don't think I ever gave that, a, um, room in my head to be like, oh, this is what you're going to spend all this money learning about in college and, and maybe doing for a living. Um, so I did that. I, uh, fine art major kind of did the, all the painting thing. And of course, uh, you get to senior year and you're like, everyone's getting jobs and you're like, Oh, uh -oh. <laughs> you know, um, so I quickly pivoted that this was of course during the like little bit of time where photography wasn't as huge. And I want to be clear on that too. Cause it's like, I think some people, I would, it's so hard to do it now, I think, because so many people have cameras, so many people can easily access this industry. But for me, it was, um, it wasn't as common. So um, I got into graphic design, pivoted very quickly. And, and like we've talked about, or we'll talk about, the tools to me um, are just the tools. So I, I learned Photoshop and Illustrator as quick as I kind of learned any other program. And um, so it, it, the learning curve wasn't that hard. Um, and then of course in the graphic design arena, uh, photography is, you know, people would buy cameras and take pictures of textures to put in their brochures or whatever. So I worked for a design, um, agency and learned a ton during that time, just about the industry, how everything worked. Um, and that's when I got to go on a photo shoot. And again, up till now, no pictures. I never had a camera. Um, this is after college that I started doing this stuff. Um, got to go to a photo shoot that I was helping the design elements for. So I got mm -hmm. to kind of come, you know, and check the assets and make sure we were getting the stuff we needed for the brochure and the campaign. Um, and it was the first time I kind of saw the, uh, the ooh and awe of the industry a little bit. Like, I'm like, oh, this is a cooler thing than I thought this was. You know, it was like the stylists and the hair and makeup and the models and the lights. And um, it made me kind of respect the craft a little bit more. Um, and that was the first, like, little light bulb thing. Um, and I did have friends that were kind of getting into photography and starting to shoot weddings and things like that. And so, uh, they helped me like get a camera and kind of like the crash course, of, you know, here's how to use it and not look like an idiot. So, um, I kind of just got obsessed after that and started taking pictures more. Um, and like I said, it was a little bit before the big boom of everyone had a camera. So I got asked to do stuff, you know, I started shooting friends or, um, I actually started getting to shoot some of the stuff we were working on at the design agency. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, it was, that was the beginning. I think for me specifically compared to what I'm doing now, um, the only photography I really, really loved. And I was even immersed to, cause like I said, I didn't put myself in that world in the photography world. So I'm, I'm still catching up on like the history of photography a little bit. Um, but, uh, the stuff that definitely caught my eye was the campaigns and the big, and I love, I've always loved fashion. I've loved, you know, the whole industry of that crazy world. Um, so I knew that if I was going to shoot something, I wanted to do that. Um, you know, I, I was, I would always buy magazines and things like that, just kind of admiring the content. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, 
quickly kind of pivoted towards that and tried and learned the hard way. Again, I didn't have like what you guys are providing in like, how do you get into fashion photography and like, what are some steps? And I just kind of like, again, learned the hard way, um, which ironically is kind of like, it'll reiterate a lot of people that you've interviewed before. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's a similar path, mm-hmm. you know, I think you either fight your way through or do it the easy way, but it's, it's a similar path. Yeah. So yeah, now I'm here. Now and I'm shooting now fashion. you're here. <laughs> <laughs> Never thought I would. <laughs> but I feel like fashion, as far as like its commercial photography goes, lends yeah. itself better to the fine art-ish sides of things. Yes. Um, along the way, I, I, and I still get hired for some um, content like this. Of course, it's all based off of my fashion work, but I get to do some like, I guess what you commercial photography mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. that's not for fashion, but it's for a product mm-hmm. or something. Um, and those, yeah, it's a, uh, those are a little bit more stringent and, um, here's what we're going for. The ad, the mock-ups are there for you. I think the fashion industry when it's just pure fashion is, um, yeah, that you're working with a lot of creatives and they're okay. fine with this. Um, the wild concoction of creatives and how something comes together. And I, I love that. Um, so yes, in the commercial industry, Uh, we're selling something, you know, you're selling clothes, you're selling jewelry, um, whatever field you're in. Um, But you get to play while you do it. And I think that's, I love that. Um, A little bit of structure, but a little, there's, there's, and you'll hear this obviously from every photographer, there's a wild west to every shoot, you know, where it's like uncharted territory, you know, like, Mm -hmm. oh, I thought the light was going to be different. Or like we talked about, it's raining. It's raining. Yeah. Yeah, So you can only plan so much. And I kind of like that we're still going to make an image today. Mm -hmm. Um, Let's figure it out and be creative and it might pivot, you Mm -hmm. know, so. I was going to segue into uh, how are you able to work with your clients, like the advertising, fashion, and in part, like, the creativity, like the fine art, like how are you, and the feeling and the emotion, because sometimes yeah. advertising gets like soul crushing, like the images, totally. it gets so sterile. So yes. how are you able to make that work with your clients? Uh, that's an awesome question. And there's so much to that. And there's a lot of um, things we probably won't be able to cover in such a short answer. But um, I think there's a couple of things. People hire you for what kind of stuff you show, I think. And I think if you show those you know, you guys talk a lot about narrative and you've asked a lot of photographers about that. I think when you fight for a little narrative in your campaigns, and a lot of times that comes down from like the art directors and they're like, oh, here's our campaign, here's the story or, you know, whatever vibe they're going for. Um, You, I think, uh, I'll speak personally. I fight for those in-between moments. um, And I think that's where a lot of those little magical kind of, you know, oh, that's at least interesting and not like, here's a watch and we're selling this thing on a pretty person, you know? Um, yeah, I think when you fight for those in-betweens um, and you show those things, that's the kind of stuff that I think clients are going to hire you for. They're like, oh, we like how this doesn't look like what we're explaining right now. It doesn't look too sterile. Um, so I think that's part of it. Um, two, I've, um, I don't know if it's luck or if the industry is changing, but I've gotten to work with really great art directors that are fighting for that too. Um, mm. And they don't want... Um, yeah, too canned of an image. Um, they want something special. And and I guess pointing back towards how this industry is changing, I mean, we're even seeing, I th- there's a lot of companies I work with where they're researching like what does well even on social media. And like, well, they'll spend all this money on this giant campaign. And I think we're used to seeing that kind of stuff. We're used to seeing this high gloss, high produced thing. So 
I think a lot of clients are fighting to tame that back in a weird way. And like, we just want it to look more real. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is on the photographer, I think. And there's tricks with that. Um, I mean, one personal that I do is if I feel like I would, it depends on casting a lot. You'll hear that a lot from a lot of photographers. You know, you, you find somebody that gives some, you know, the models play such a huge part of what we do. Um, in a lot of ways, I feel like a cheater because I'm in some ways just capturing it, but they're doing so much of the work in providing, I guess, things for us to capture as mm-hmm. photographers. And if there, there's so many models that I love working with that where they're good at creating those in-betweens or those little bit of narrative or emotion as probably people like would read it. Um, and that's, uh, that's challenging, but one tool obviously that we get the benefit of nowadays is we can shoot a lot. Um, you know, a lot of, con- I love shooting film, but a lot of the content is needed so quickly. Um, and they need the assets like right away. So if we're going to shoot on a digital format, uh, we get to shoot the heck out of it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like we're going to blast the thing and then it comes down to the edit, um, which I think, uh, is a skill obviously is picking, okay, out of our set right here. What's, what's the image we're going to elevate because we can't elevate them all. So. Um, yeah, that's part of it. But I would say the overall, to get back to the answer to the question, a lot of it is I get to work with some great people that see the same thing I see. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I learn a lot from them too. So even, I mean, shoot to shoot, I'm still learning a ton. Um, and a lot of great art directors will pull out the same things I would pull out, um, from a set. So, uh, that's a, a luxury, I think when you get to work with a team, you know, rather yeah. than just you. But even if I'm doing test shoots, yeah, I'm, I'm always fighting for something a little bit more interesting. And that's a challenge for me. Like that's, um, I think I, I'm busy because I can make a commercial image work, but I fight for, okay, I should pull, I should be doing something that, you know, grab an image that's maybe a little bit more off or doesn't show the product and people yep. still understand what we're going for, you know? So that's, a, I'm, I'm always fighting for that. Um, and still, I'm learning too, so. Yeah. That was really genius. <laughs> no, not just, basically, I just said I just shoot more. <laughs> no, like you said, fighting shots. for it. Yeah. Fighting yeah. for it. Yeah, and um, I think you guys have covered this, and I think a lot of photographers would answer this too. Uh, you know, this is, I think this is my 10th or 11, 11th year, just photography, just doing solo, you know, in this industry. Um, and I think, uh, I think it's funny because when people get into fashion, or when they look at fashion imagery, there's so many people that just say, oh, that's like the weird stuff. And I, in some ways I kind of agree because I think um, a lot of artists, obviously, if they're in the photography industry, I have friends that still love working commercially and they love perfecting lighting mm-hmm. and, and really going after kind of like the one image they're using for a campaign. Um, but what I like about fashion is obviously you're collecting more than one look usually per shoot. Um, and uh, you get tired of making the perfect pretty thing so you do push it you you go you spin it off a little bit and that's why I think a lot of people look at fashion and and just think it's like that's an odd thing and it is because it makes you stop and think or look or um takes you back a second you know that's not what I'm used to seeing and that's what I love about this industry is um I think everybody's trying to go for that you know and even in a commercial setting they're still trying to sell something but we can be creative on how to do that so what are some mistakes that you made that you would want other up and coming photographers yeah. not to make? Yeah, totally. Um, gosh, there's such so many layers to that. Cause I'm seeing a lot of like, I get a lot of emails on like, how do I break into this industry or, um, you know, what lights did you use? Or, like I, there's a lot of questions and I think people are searching for, um, 
just like a formula or something to get them going. And it's hard, like I said before, it, there's so many, so many more photographers, I think, now, or people just creating content. And like I also said, especially in fashion, the content's different now. It's like it's the industry's changing a little bit. So I don't even... Um, some of the answers I don't know how to answer that because I just know what worked for me and even I am learning the changes now. So mm. it's almost like a real-time answer to that question. But if I, um, I guess one mistake or things I'm seeing um, photographers do, um, well, I'll always speak to fashion. Um, there's a typical grid on what people would say, here's how you get into fashion. And it's true, you know, you start by testing um, with modeling agencies and those kind of things. Um, I think a lot of people, a lot of, I don't want to say new photographers, but people that are fighting to get into this arena, they kind of get stuck there with tests. And um, and I don't know the answer, I guess, to break people out of testing and into work and commercial clients and, and something that probably is going to pay your bills, which I'm guessing is what people are trying to figure out. Mm -hmm. um, but I think a lot of people just test to test, and they're like, "Oh, cool, I'm testing. That must be, that's a big thing." And it is a big thing because there's a lot of competition, and agencies only have so much time, and they don't want to send their talent out to everyone. Um, but I something I did specifically was I used um, I, I learned this late, but I, I used tests to do what I needed to and to fulfill my needs, like for my book mm -hmm. or something that I was literally testing, like a, a new camera or a light or whatever. Um, and then I moved on. So if I had stuff that was like that, I didn't spend as much time testing it. And, and the other side of this is always like, shoot, shoot, shoot. You'll hear every photographer say, you don't, you're not gonna get anywhere if you're not shooting. So if I'm, if I have downtime, I'm always shooting. I'll do personal work or, um, things like that just to keep on learning. But yeah, I would say my, the biggest thing is I, you, you get hired for what you show. People aren't going to assume because you shoot this, that, oh, they'd be great at this. Um, and I think because there's more photographers and more images out there now, you have to be really specific in what you want to shoot. Um, yeah, so don't get stuck in testing and move on. Um, fight, fight to work towards doing stuff for you know client work or things like that. That's that's the thing I would say because I think a lot of people that ask me that question, they've been testing for years and um, and that's a hard that I, I get it. That's a hard thing to break out of and how do you turn it into work? But yeah. Uh, start creating content that's different and not just like, cool, I made a pretty person look good with lighting and good processing and things like that. Like, we've seen that. Um, so, yeah, I think you just have to fight for something new, mm -hmm. something creative, and always kind of just do that thing. Um, yeah, fight for something new. What are some key things outside of photography that photographers need to know? Mm, yeah. Uh, no, I don't think that's redundant. And I don't even know if I've really scratched mm -hmm. the surface in the last question either of like what, how to do it or what mistakes to avoid or whatever. Um, outside of photography, um, I think similar to the art question, I'll answer this for me. Uh, so much of an artist that works, you're going to either have to focus a little bit more on business than you want to, um, or the art side than you want to. I think some people are teeter one way or the other. Um, I've had to learn the business side um, and thank goodness I'm not doing all that stuff for my own stuff or I'd be probably working for free because I don't care about, you know, the, the business side as much as I should. Um, but uh, outside of photography, the actual discipline, I would say learn business. I, I'm always fascinated with what I do. It comes down from a huge umbrella kind of, of like, okay, so this company is getting paid so much for like this 
dress or this jewelry or whatever it is that we're shooting. And um, I have to provide value to that too. And it's just interesting thinking about like, what's, what do they need? What do they, what should they avoid? And so the business of fashion's interesting um, and it's changing. So I think the best, the business side and learning a little bit about that is good. I have some photographers that want to like focus on certain things. I'm like, I don't think there's money in that. I don't, you know, I don't, I don't know a lot of people that are shooting that stuff. Um, mm -hmm. So I would say just to, you know, kind of focusing on, on your wheelhouse a little bit and learning about your industry is crucial. Uh, the second thing is similar to the fine art conversation. I, if I'm not shooting, I'm looking a ton. Um, mm -hmm. I'm always feeding with my mind with something that challenges me. Um, and I know a lot of people say you should get out of the image world if you're in the image world to refresh and maybe find a different thing, you know, exercise or, you know, um, nature or whatever it is. And I love that stuff too, but I, I do spend a lot of time focusing on images and I'm learning and, and seeing stuff change, you know, um, even a, this is a techie thing, which I'm sure there's a lot of viewers that like that kind of stuff. But, um, I'm even noticing that, you know, back when I started, it was like the Vogue thing was like the dream, right? You, you yeah. want to shoot like, the huge Testino, that kind of thing. Um, and now fashion's in such a unique spot where it's a little bit more kind of going back to what we said about um, just content being more believable. Even the aesthetics are changing towards something that's more believable, you know, and more real looking and raw. And I think we've seen the supermodel with all the lights and the glam. And there, I think there's always a space for that. Um, and I love, that. I naturally love that stuff, but I'm learning that uh, some of even the aesthetics are like, cool, maybe we shouldn't light this. You know, like, let's just fight for natural light on this. And that's mm -hmm. against my grain because I'm used to this big commercial thing and we have to do, we have to prove it or something. And I th I've learned a lot over the last few years um, to just, I don't know, create something that's a little bit more real um, and that's working. So all that to say, I think I'm learning that because I'm looking a lot. So, um, yeah. what, what, you know, I spend a lot of time on the road or on, airplanes so I'm uh, always just feeding my mind with something that challenges me like I said it might be paintings or something or I'm like mm -hmm. man I, I miss you know hitting that much color into an image or um you know maybe it's like a really challenging fashion image where I'm like wow that really irks me or that's I'm uncomfortable because of the <laughs> content um I think those are good things um so yeah that's what I'm outside of my actual discipline I'm always feeding myself with images yeah references and inspiration yep you mentioned that there's some photographers that they go down a path that's not, you said, viable or money-making or something. Can you explain that a little bit more? Yeah. Um, and not that it's about money, mm -hmm. obviously. Right, I right. think all of us are in this because we actually love doing this thing. But mm -hmm. I think um, I think what a lot of people are even subscribing to things like this for is, like, how do I do it? Like, how do I, you know, it's, it's uh, I'd love to say that being a full-time photographer um isn't awesome, but it is awesome. You know, it's amazing. It's that <laughs> you get to create for a living and you're working with the great people. So I think a lot of people want to figure that out. Um, for me, like I said, I, I shoot a lot of women's fashion and the biggest fashion industry is geared towards women. And so it's like, I just, um, it makes sense to me that there's a lot of work out there for that, you know? Um, so even from when I was testing, that was what a lot of my stuff was. I, I would look at things, big campaigns. I, so I just reverse engineered it. So mm -hmm. I would look at big campaigns and be like, I love everything about that. It looks amazing. The light, the color, the balance, the narrative, the challenge through the image. Um, and I would just, you know, even when I first just got my first camera and had no clue about lighting and, and 
any of that stuff. I would just take little stabs at picking apart things and being like, how did they get that sky in there? Why is mine blown out? And there's, I learned. Um, so for me, and of course you got to shoot what you love. I hate to, I don't want to point this towards like follow the money, but, um, for people that want to do the thing and make a living at it, um, you do have to care about the business side. So at least for fashion, I, I've, I've kind of geared towards things that are, um, you know, I'm not shooting a ton of like t-shirt jeans kind of stuff. Um, mm-hmm. I'm, some of the stuff that I've been gearing towards is a little bit more elevated as far as like price point of mm-hmm. the actual thing we're selling or um, the content to the image. So I don't know if that makes sense, but uh, I, that's in mind when I'm creating test shoots or things like that. I always mm-hmm. want to have all my stuff point towards a certain way. And then same with testing. If I keep on, if I'm on a grind with campaign to campaign, it's great in theory but I'm also not creating any personal work during mm-hmm. that time. And that's hard because I have to wait a year for the images to come out and you're always on the cycle of the fashion industry. So I will pick and I'll fight for it. I mean, I'm busy and I have a family and uh, travel and all that stuff. So I'll fight for, uh, I need to do a shoot that's very, just simple garments in a studio that's just classic, timeless, that kind of stuff. Cause maybe in my campaign run that I've been on is not shooting that kind of stuff. And I know that I won't have that stuff in my, upcoming uh, assets that I'm going to show on my portfolio. So I don't know if that answers the question, but I get a lot of, yeah, people that I want to shoot landscapes and stuff. I don't, I don't know how, I don't know. I, I would love to know how, mm. but I don't think there's a, a huge industry in that unless you're really, really like one of the top, you know, dogs in that. And I'm sure the process is similar. You know, you just keep creating that content and over time you're known for that content and people, We'll say, hey, I know a person that shoots that kind of stuff. So, yeah, yeah, that was all the blabs. I'm so sorry. No, <laughs> that was great. Talking in circles. Well, no. I mean, on that that note, it was. I always do this. You look at how many people in the world are commercial photographers. Yeah, and I bet a majority of that's going to be in the fashion world or e-com mm-hmm. or something like that. The landscape photographers are going to be a fraction of that fraction of that fraction. Yeah. Yeah. It's so nuanced. Same thing with, we, we were talking to another photographer who talked about uh, nude or scantily clad. Yeah. There's, you can make money. There's a Victoria's yeah. Secret out there. Sure. But again, that's a minute part of a fraction. Yeah. Yeah. And it makes sense. You know, there's um, a few photographers that are known for that. And you have to kind of prove that that's what you shoot all the time. And you have to keep shooting that stuff and you can't get distracted. So going back to what people want to do to get along the road with even starting testing you have to just kind of have a vision of what you want to do mm-hmm. and that could pivot that could change um and you're ultimately again the the bigger conversation is you as an artist so i don't want to again make mm-hmm. it about success or the, the the paycheck part but um you have to shoot what's kind of like what your natural interest is so i have a lot of people also that are faking it because they think they want to be a big photographer oh. and they don't actually care about it. I, right. I love, I'm watching, I'm always on my phone right now watching what's going on in Paris right now for fashion week. Mm-hmm. Like I love, I'm, I have an interest in what I do. And so I think that reverses and trickles down into my work. Um, and it's, it, yeah, it leads the conversation. So I'm, my interest is in that. So if, if you have to shoot what you love, I don't, think, I don't think you could fake it in the long run. So if you don't love, <laughs> if you don't love it, get out now, find something else. Oh yeah. <laughs> I couldn't stop on that. That was a really good soundbite. 
It was. <laughs> I was like, oh, don't say anything, my, don't say my little intro thing. That's Get your, out now. Get out now. <laughs> you don't love it, though. No, you don't it's love really it. Powerful. Well, and it's not an easy industry. So it's, it's going to eat you alive if you don't love it. 100%. Yep. And there's a lot. Nope. Uh, yeah. Not a lot of people talk about the harder yeah. parts. Yeah. And there, there are some very hard parts. It's especially the era we live in right now. You're forced with comparison mm-hmm. um, more than anything. So it's just like, it's probably the anxiety levels higher than it's ever been because mm-hmm. you'll see, I don't know, it's just easier to compare yourself to others. And mm-hmm. that's, that is always a hindrance to creativity. I think you're always, yeah. You, then at that point you're going to start mimicking things and that doesn't really help either. Mm-hmm. You know? You're just lining up. So you have to just somehow carve through this hard industry. Blind creatives, yeah. Like blinders, right? Yeah, yeah, totally. You see what's successful, and unfortunately, we have good access to seeing what's successful mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. You're, yeah, you're just gonna try to do that thing. You just gotta stay true, and and it takes a lot longer than I think a lot of people think. Like, um, it's not a fast track. You get lucky breaks, I'm sure, um, and every photographer has those stories, but. The long-term career goal is it's just slow and steady, I think. It's always creating new content. Well, that's part one of our interview with fashion photographer out of L.A., Trevor Honey. Stay tuned for part two of the episode where Trevor shares with us travel tips, marketing advice, and how he's able to balance his very busy work schedule with his family life. All right. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to Photo Work. Don't forget to leave a review and subscribe. And what else? Tell a friend. Tell a friend. Tell a friend. Tell a friend.